tis the season for giving. And to celebrate the start of the most joyous time of year, DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all players the opportunity to cash in on a no-brainer this Thanksgiving. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you a chance to double your money if either Baltimore or Pittsburgh scored a touchdown in Thursday night's game. All it takes for you to double your money is one touchdown. Yes, you heard that right. All you have to do is opt in to the promotion, place your bet, and then sit back and watch the ball enter the end zone easy as pie. On top of that great offer, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering all new players a deposit bonus of up to $1,000. The holiday season is a time for family, so curl up on your couch with your favorite sportsbook and make it rain. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you the chance to double your money if either Pittsburgh or Baltimore score a touchdown in Thursday night's game. That's right, all it takes is one tutty and you double your money when you use promo code DNVR during sign-up for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, bonus comprised of a first-time deposit bonus. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome to That's Good Sports. I'm Brandon. I wish I possessed the same vernacular as Shannon Sharperna. Yeah, I know the word vernacular. Now, Tom Brady lost in prime time after failing to utilize the most talented quadricepticular of ball catchers for the second time in three games. And after the game, he couldn't be found anywhere close to shaking Jared Goff's hands, which I respect. Why use your hands when you can't beat Goff? That said, Shannon Sharp had the absolute best critique of Brady's childlike behavior after the loss when he tweeted, I guess Brady doesn't know Goff well enough to shake his hand after losing. Yet he knows every QB after he wins. Brady is full of what the elephant left on the show ground. His attitude is bull jive, and it's time to call his ass out on it. Tom Brady is bull jive. First time he's been called bull jive that I know of. Today, we'll dive into the hot and cold bucks, the Rams being pretty good. And I'll share with you an elite play that you missed from this weekend. Lots good sports. Bow, bow. Please subscribe to this YouTube channel. I do have Big Dick Patreon shoutouts today for new patrons. Huge legend with a yearly donation. Mark Baptiste and Xavier FYTB needs to be trademarked Edmonds. Thank you guys so much for your Patreon donation. Patreon.com slash that's good sports. That's how you can support this channel. Or if you would like to really get something you can put inside yourself, my coffee company, boom, Bench Warmer Brew, launching tomorrow, Wednesday. Sign up for the email list there. Link in the description, benchwarmerbrew.com. There are multiple ways to support me. I don't care how you do it or if you don't do it. I just love that you're here watching. Now, the Chiefs and the Raiders on Sunday night, uh, 
they they were the most watched episode of our favorite drama, NFL football, since the season opener on Thursday night. I think people forget how popular the AFC West is when it's competitive. If we could swap, say, the Chargers for, I don't know, the Seahawks, and the Broncos could be good again, the AFC West would dominate primetime football. And I couldn't help but actually laugh out loud when I read Chargers memes saying, holy shit, can you imagine being able to hold on to leads? In response to the fact that Sean McVay is now 32 and 0 with a lead at halftime. That's crazy. Even crazier is the play I didn't mention due to time constraints in my last two episodes, but Dolphins linebacker Andrew Van Ginkle did something in the Broncos game that I don't think I have ever seen before. In one singular play, he got two penalties. Sure, we've seen that in rare situations, maybe a hold that leads to a post-whistle penalty if a fight breaks out or taunting after a penalty, but what Ginkle achieved was far more impressive. He was penalized for defensive holding and then roughing the passer on the same play. That was defensive holding of a tight end in pass coverage, technically, and then peeling off to get flagged for sneezing on Drew Locke's face. Okay, he hit his head. Sneezing on his face during a COVID season, that would definitely be a, be a penalty. It was a, bad, it was a bad call on Van Geekel. Now, holding a tight end and roughing the passer on the same play, in my mind, is actually more impressive than Van Geekel's forced fumble to save a game-sealing touchdown on the very next play. And just like Ryan Fitzpatrick, I love Rip Van Geekel, and I don't care who knows it. The next achievement I want to see is two 15-yard penalties on the same play by one man. Hopefully both against Tom Brady. Now last night, I was able to neglect my family and watch Monday Night Football in its entirety as I edited my AFC West recap late into the eve. My biggest takeaway was not that Tom Brady is declining more rapidly than common ground between two people with different political beliefs. No, it was that Jared Goff played pretty damn good football against a tough defense. Goff and Brady combined for 99 passing attempts. Uh, that was a direct result of the Rams and the Bucks' defensive fronts absolutely smothering any and all rushing attempts in the game. Just 41 rushing yards for the Rams and 42, I think, for the Bucks. Jared Goff also tied Tom Brady for the second most completions on Monday Night Football with 39. And had Sean McVay opted to, I don't know, try and score a touchdown on the final drive instead of just settling for a game-winning field goal, Goff could have surpassed the record of 40 held by some old mother licker we don't need to acknowledge. Now, Jared Goff's biggest weakness is not throwing untimely interceptions that nearly cost his team the win. I mean, if he ever stops doing that, people will, will start looking at him like we did back in 2018 after that Monday night 54-51 touchdown fest between Goff and Patty Mahomes that Goff won. Goff's true weakness is thinking the word hell is a swear. Our defense stepped the hell up today. I'm sorry, excuse me. Our defense stepped up. <laughs> Our defense stepped the hell up today. I'm sorry, excuse me. Our defense stepped up. Hell is not a bad word, Jared. Hell is actually the place Tom Brady signed all of his contracts with the devil. 
embrace the heat because the devil is clearly done with Tom Brady and he needs a new QB to puppeteer. You definitely fit the profile. Moderate arm talent, quarterbacking a team on a Super Bowl drought, and most importantly, handsome and white. I know the devil is no longer in Brady because he finally looks old. Or like he hasn't eaten protein since prior the start of the pandemic. Mike Evans, Gronk, Cameron Brait, Chris Godwin, and of course, Antonio Brown are all high profile receiving targets. And Mike Evans definitely willed his way into the end zone like he was jealous of AJ Brown's touchdown against the Ravens. Chris Godwin soared over the pylon to tie the game, giving us one of the best football images of the season. But the Rams, the Rams I say, have maybe one of the most underappreciated groups of ball catchers in the league. Tight ends Tyler Higby and Gerald Everett basically combined to be one really good tight end. Cooper Cup is an absolute tactician coming off the line of scrimmage. And when Tom Brady closes his eyes at night, he dreams of 10 Cooper Cups, eagerly dropping his ball in all of them. Like they were little beer pong cups. Robert Woods is maybe the most reliable receiver in the NFL. He's on pace to have his third straight thousand plus yard receiving season. And he and Cup combined for 23 receptions, 11 and 12 each and 275 receiving yards. And the Buccaneers knew it was coming because again, the Rams could not run the ball. Just like Aaron Donald could not pressure Tom Brady. I don't think Aaron Donald recorded a single stat in this game and the Rams still won. But the Rams secondary, despite being flagged for pass interference three times in the first half, two of which were bullshit, received Aqib Tlaib's no-fly zone secondary of the week nod. It was a monumental night as the NFL had its very first all-black officiating crew on the field. And we now know for sure black, white, Asian, Middle Eastern, Latin, male, female, all refs are equally capable of pissing fans off during a football game. And that ineptitude can actually unite football fans more closely than beer. Seeing the Monday Night Crew not correctly call this Tom Brady fumble a fumble gives me great hope for all humanity. Only NFL officials can see Tom Brady not throw a pass and say, yep, that's a pass and blowing the play dead early was 100% the correct call. Now Tom Brady, also got away with a double pass. To be clear, I think this play should be legal in the NFL, but it is 100% a penalty. Brady caught his own pass that bounced off a helmet and then fired a completion. And even though the officials reviewed the play, they still failed to penalize Tom Brady. This is why I know Tom is done. He had protection. He had the refs in his pocket. He even had luck on his side. And yet, he still lost the game. We've never seen that. It was like he was playing one of the Mannings in the postseason. That said, even Tom Brady cannot make me hate this awesome play. I will always root for a completion in that situation, Tom. The Buccaneers got their second life though after Jared Goff gave them back the ball with seven minutes remaining. The defense celebrated by rowing the boat like 11 Winklevoss twins. Twins, 11, that's 20. Don't check my math there. Knowing they'd ultimately lose, I see this as them digging their own graves because 
they have a bad QB at the helm. As bad as Jared Goff's interceptions were, Tom Brady's were worse. I have no idea what he was thinking on this final throw. And he doesn't even have a receiver to blame for, allegedly, running the wrong route on this one. Tom Brady is now tied with Daniel Jones for fifth most interceptions in the NFL with nine. And I swear to God, if Pro Football Focus doesn't stop tweeting about all of the big time throws Tom's making, they should be banned from talking about football. Now, personally, I don't think Tom Brady is actually washed. I just think he needs some sort of offensive system to help him. I'm not sure what it is, but like, if there were a near flawless system designed to his very limited athletic skills, he could probably have success in that system. The real concern is Tom Brady played like garbage in a game where he was sacked just one time. Usually, the only reason Tom plays poorly is due to a relentless pass rush. Tom Brady is a true competitor though. And the word competitor is a great replacement for the word asshole. Which means Tom is the biggest competitor the NFL has ever had. Brady is too competitive to shake Jared Goff's hand after a loss. Tom Brady is so competitive that he'll house Antonio Brown, again, a man accused of rape and sexual misconduct, all in the name of winning because he's a competitor. Imagine how messed up in the head you have to be to be more comfortable providing free Reuben board for Antonio Brown than you are shaking Jared Goff's hand after a loss. Our defense stepped the hell up today. I'm sorry, excuse me. Our defense stepped up. <laughs> Watching Brady slowly go down in flames is actually sweeter than I could have ever imagined. Oh, it's sweet, all right. Oh, thanks for watching. That's good sports. Click a video here. Enjoy your Thanksgiving too. Ah! Tis the season for giving. And to celebrate the start of the most joyous time of year, DraftKings, America's top rated sportsbook app, is giving all players the opportunity to cash in on a no-brainer this Thanksgiving. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you a chance to double your money if either Baltimore or Pittsburgh scored a touchdown in Thursday night's game. All it takes for you to double your money is one touchdown. Yes, you heard that right. All you have to do is opt in to the promotion, place your bet, and then sit back and watch the ball enter the end zone easy as pie. On top of that great offer, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering all new players a deposit bonus of up to $1,000. The holiday season is a time for family, so curl up on your couch with your favorite sportsbook and make it rain. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you the chance to double your money if either Pittsburgh or Baltimore score a touchdown in Thursday night's game. That's right, all it takes is one tutty and you double your money. When you use promo code DNVR during sign-up for a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, bonus comprised of a first-time deposit bonus. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.